0: Welcome to Coaching the Whole Educator, the podcast that helps instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and school leaders. I'm Becca, former educator and school coach turned transformational coach of coaches. I'm on a mission to help you improve your educators' effectiveness and resilience, especially the ones who need it most. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and coaching mindsets, So that you can be on top of your coaching game. Are you ready? Let's dive in. And now a word from our sponsor. One of the challenges of instructional coaching is finding affordable, specialized training that's designed just for you. That's why we're excited to share an online event designed just for instructional coaches. The Better Together Conference is a free online event that connects you to thousands of fellow coaches around the world. It's a one-day virtual event with dynamic keynote speakers, including gym night and breakout sessions designed to help you grow as an instructional coach. Head to sibmecom front slash T-W-E to register for this free event. That's S-I-B-M-E dot com forward slash TWE, or you can click the link in the show notes. Hello, 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 coaches and leaders. I am super pumped because Sierra Flores has joined me today. She is um, an extraordinary coach and um, like does really amazing professional developments. She has lots of personality and um, I have worked with her for years And we are going to have um, a really interesting conversation about what transformational coaching can really do for you and your coaching. So first of all, I want to welcome you, Sierra.
1: Hey, Becca. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to finally make it on the show. So, um, first of all, before we jump
0: into our conversation, I wanted you to share with the folks listening, what has been your journey in education?
1: Um, I started off as um, a second grade teacher, loved it, continued um, working and growing, developing, and I was also um, a technology facilitator as well. So then um, fast forward to 2020, the pandemic hit and I transitioned into um, an instructional coaching role. So that i was I would be the one that's able to help my fellow educators as they were taking all of their lesson plans from a did from a paper pencil format to a digital format, and it was fun because I was able to get in um, I was able to work with multiple grade levels from k through five and also special areas like um music class, art teachers, gym teachers, et cetera.
0: Yeah. And I remember when you did that, right? Like that was a really hard time. You had a new school, right? You, you went to a mm-hmm. new school, new position and right. pandemic. that was really hard, right? Building relationships virtually. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember you going through this process. You had to build relationships virtually. And then when everyone came back in person, mm-hmm. it was almost like you, you had to start over with some folks right. in person. Right. right?
1: So it right, was like them in person was different than <laughs> just, here's my face on Zoom. I'm a floating head in a box. Yes. I'm actually seeing them walking in their classrooms and guiding them and helping them and getting to see a different side of them. You know, because mm-hmm. now if it's we're face to face, you can't turn your camera off. I see mm-hmm. you, honey. I see the face you're making. <laughs> I know exactly what you're thinking. I'm here to help you. Yes. Sure more into that a little bit later.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. So when you became a coach, you joined my course at the time—the whole Educator Foundations curriculum—and you did the mm-hmm. live course, actually the academy and And so, every week, we would jump on Zoom, a group of coaches, right? And mm-hmm. I would give you one of the modules and you would soak it up and you would like do the homework, and you'd go and try it and come back again the next week and learn something new, right? And mm-hmm. you were you were like a super sponge. and i I knew you were really taking in the transformative learning content because, You literally transformed some of your relationships with your teachers, you know, and it wasn't like the ones that were like, just like you, the eager teachers, the ones Mm -hmm. that are like, Oh, like I, you know, like that are similar to the way you think the ones that were very different than you. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, one of my favorite stories that lives in my head (laughs) rent-free is the one where you were uh, helping or trying to help a veteran teacher with Mm -hmm. technology you oh just come back in person. <laughs> that lives in my mind too. <laughs> yeah. So I want to tell everyone the story because it's like, it's just an incredible story.
1: So um, this, the story, the, per- the teacher that we're talking about was one that I was working with. He had a lot, he was very resistant to the the guidance that I was giving him because it was technology and he just had it set in his mind. I'm not a techie person. Technology is not for me. I'd rather just get paper, pencil and do it old school. That's what works. And so I'm like, mm, we're in 2020. You gotta, you gotta get with the times. Let's move past that. Obviously I didn't say that. But, um, I, I was having trouble reaching him because I kept doing the, I I treated him the same way that I treated the others, the other teachers that had the same mindset as me. And then I realized just after taking the course that you, the golden rule is flawed. You don't Mm -hmm. treat people the way that you want to be treated because I was treating him the way I wanted to be treated, Mm -hmm. but no, you treat people the way they want to be treated. I realized that he did not want me to give him these websites and these tools and this like cutting edge technology. He doesn't even know what a 3D printer is. Why am I going to even suggest that as an opportunity for him? So instead I had to meet him where he was and give him little um, itty bitty steps, kind of scaffold it and give him ideas that he could use, but tiny things that he could implement that very day, that very moment. And so um, with that, I started treating him the way he wanted to be treated. And so that's one of the things that I tried. Like I I talked to him and I'm like, I hear you saying that you technology frustrates you and you wish that there was a different way. And so if you could find something that was a little more your speed, you'd be willing to try. Is that what I'm what I'm hearing, is that correct? He didn't want to be around me because he knew I was going to give him some kind of tool, some kind of thing, some kind of like just glitter shower and he just wasn't willing to have it. And so that's kind of how our relationship started. But, you know, as I went through the course, as I started trying things and um, really we started to develop a relationship and then he got comfortable, this guy walked into my classroom. He sought me out and asked me a question and for my suggestions on something that he wanted to try. And in my mind, I'm freaking out like, whoa, he got it. It landed. He came to me. Yeah, this guy's doing this and it's going to help his kids so much. But on the outside, I played it cool. You know, that's excellent. Great suggestion. Okay. Well, how about we try? And then I gave him the tools, he used it. And it was just, that was definitely a pivotal moment for me and for him too, I'm sure. Cause you know, he had to climb Mount Sierra to be able to get there and <laughs> do these um, technology infused lesson plans. But I mean, I don't know, it was an excellent experience and I'm super grateful for that. That is a
0: total transformation. And my question for you is, and I really want to highlight the transformative learning nature of the whole Educator Academy.
1: Uh, like what? How, what did you have to transform in yourself? It was a it was a journey of acceptance and realizing that everyone does not think the way that I do. Thank God that they don't, because could you imagine a world full of Sierras running around? <laughs> but the, the biggest glitter! Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> glitter showers everywhere! <laughs> for you, for you, for you! <laughs> But um, I just that was a big thing for me, knowing that I have to treat him the way he wants to be treated. Give him what he needs. I'm not going to go to Starbucks and order a grande caramel frappuccino for you because that's my favorite drink. No, you hate caramel. I'm going to get you a vanilla bean and that's what you like because I'm ordering it for you. I'm doing this for you. And so that was um, I really had to transform the way that I was thinking to. um to make that playing field a little bit more even Mm -hmm. so that I could just walk on over or rather give him the opportunity to walk over to me.
0: Yeah. I think that was so powerful. You're able to give him what he needed so much. So he started showing up in your office to get
1: more. Right. That was just, that was amazing to me because it's one of those things, you know, where you, well, at least I'll speak for myself, you know, it was, it's not something that, something that I had ever really considered. Well, maybe people aren't as comfortable as I am. Why am I saying that he should do what I do? And so learning how to how to listen and quiet myself and just fully be present in the moment that has helped a lot with um, personal relationships in the sense of, I'm hearing what you're saying and not just listening to noise. Like I literally hear you and I understand you. And even if I don't, I can be empathetic and provide a solution if you choose. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really
0: helpful. I love that. Yeah. You really took that on. And that was one of the homeworks that was like, after mm-hmm. module two, it was like, hey, go out into the world and reflectively listen to people within your school and outside mm-hmm. of your school. Like, see yeah. what
1: happens, what magic happens. Right. And so in the, and so instead of um, filling in the gaps and creating stories about what I think or and how I interpret this situation, I learned to just mirror listen because that way i'm able to repeat back to them what i understood and they have the the chance right there in the moment to correct me that makes me think of that one teacher this other that um i had this mindset it's coming to me now. I remember I had a specific mindset regarding one teacher because we were complete opposites. And I really had to work on that to, to like her, first of all, but Mm -hmm. secondly, to be able to work together and, um, create a bridge where we could meet and, Mm -hmm do what was best for her her second graders at the time. I'm curious what
0: you didn't like, what what was your tension with her? Like, what didn't you like about her? What frustrated you?
1: The tension was that um, she was a veteran teacher Mm -hmm. who said that she had been teaching for longer than I've been alive. Mm -hmm. And she was very, very set, very much the type. I am not going to do this because what I've been doing for years works. My EOG scores are fine. I don't need some little girl. Quote, little girl. Mm-hmm. She, she called you, you a little me. girl. Yeah, she's a little mm-hmm. girl. And at the time, out, I, I don't know. It kind of bothered me. Of like, course, it bothered girl, you. Like, yeah, don't call tears. me. Exactly. I, I just
0: want to highlight this moment here. You're working with a veteran teacher that mm-hmm. called you little girl. Right. Right. And I think you know it. it it's a it's a very natural human reaction to get offended to have mm-hmm. a reaction, right? To be like, I can't believe you said that. Right. Mm-hmm. And you did, but then something shifted so that you could take actions with her that shifted mm-hmm. what the future was going to be. Right. Cause mm-hmm. without this work that we did together, typically what would have happened before you and I started working together, what would have happened?
1: I would have written her off Mm -hmm. And I probably honestly would have, because we had multiple coaches. So I probably honestly would have asked to put her on somebody else's um, caseload, her her roster. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. if I'm like, you know, if we were going to have this tension, I'm not here for that. I want to be productive. I'm trying to run ahead and help as many people as I can. And you're causing tension. It's friction here. It's not productive.
0: Okay. So tell me, like, how did you shift your thinking around Around this teacher, so you could take different actions. What made a difference for you?
1: We had just got done um, doing one of the modules. It was about firing your complaints. And so with this, I really took it to heart because I realized that I had so many. You had us to write out our complaints, all of mine were about her. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> something's wrong here, something's wrong here. And so I really thought about it deeply. And so I decided that I was going to um, reframe the way I was thinking about her. I went into her office, and, sorry, her classroom. I went into her classroom and um, this was for one of our coaching meetings. And I made the choice to not even coach her at that point. We just talked conversation. Mm-hmm. And so she ended up um, venting about all these things that were going on. And none of it even had to do with school. It was personal things going on in her life and so personally she was um almost like spoken in Spanglish. está cargando mucho. She's carrying so much on her right now that she couldn't even focus on me trying to give her another teaching tool or, or a tool or, or like giving her another teaching tool or something to help her at her school life when her her personal life is wild and out of control. And so by her, by me taking that time to just talk to her as a person, not as a teacher, as a person first, then she started getting a little more, um, comp- building confidence with me, I guess you would say, building confidence Mm -hmm. with me. And then um, after a few more meetings, she started to kind of warm up. And then she would ask, openly ask me questions and bring, instead of personal things, she started to bring me, well, I'm using this and like the kids aren't really responding to it. So what do you think? Like, what do you use? And then I, I gave her as much as she needed at that time. Of course, I have volumes and volumes of knowledge. I could word vomit all day about educational technology. That's my, that's my stuff, (laughs) 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 but I just gave her A little bit, Mm -hmm. just for now, ease her on in. And so it got to the point that now I was able to laugh with her and share jokes with her and come in and co-teach from time to time with her kids because I was with her often. And so I was able to really develop that relationship. But I do believe that if I didn't learn how to reframe my thoughts and really communicate how I'm feeling, I don't think that we would have been able to develop that level of a relationship.
0: You stepped back from the curriculum and you right. actually gave her space to be a human. And you connected yeah. to that, right? You connected to her humanity. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you did yourself was get to know your humanity, right? To be even right. willing to like she's the one that called you little girl, right? <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> right? So for you to be mm-hmm. like, okay, right. She's a human. I'm a human. And right. I'm going to like do the work to have an empowered relationship with her. Even if at this moment, she's not willing to do the work. I am. It only takes one. Yeah. You're willing to do the work. And it's, it's, I think sometimes people really have, well, they're not willing to meet me halfway. It's not about meeting someone halfway. It's just about coaches doing the work
1: Mm -hmm. to shift
0: the way we think about people that might trigger us. right? So is there anything else that really stuck out to you about the whole educator Academy that you really, um, that you remember that you were like, Oh, I remember when this happened.
1: One thing that I really liked was the community aspect because being in a group with other fellow educators, fellow coaches, it really helped me to see that these problems are not just singular. Like, it's not just me. Everybody has their own set of issues that are similar. Everybody has that one, if you just say the words that one teacher, some somebody's going to pop into everybody's mind. Everybody has one. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to connect and really help each other through some of the issues that we were having. So this has been such a
0: fun and fantastic conversation. Every time we talk, I love that you just like throw your personality glitter everywhere and uh, <laughs> you're like just absolutely hilarious, but also do the work. Um, and I just, I want to thank you for coming and sharing your stories with um with us here and it's just really powerful to be able to be in the presence and have a relationship with someone that
1: really is willing to do the work of course anytime thank you for taking the time to teach me these things because honestly like you're like the coach of coaches and so I totally you (laughs) so I'm just really grateful to me you have that experience so thank you as well
0: And if you're interested in learning more about our transformational learning programs, feel free to check out the links in the show notes. Thinking about summer coming up, if you're looking for some professional development to be able to do on your own time. We have on-demand curriculums that you can do at your own pace. We also do offer live programs, one of which Sierra did take called the Whole Educator Academy. Feel free to contact us for more information as well. And as usual, don't forget, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat them how they want to be treated. Take care.